Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You know what it is? It's a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. Although we are recording it on a Sunday night, Bry is doing it from SoFi Stadium. He's about to take a red eye back to his home in Louisiana. And we figured we'd rather record it now and talk about the Chiefs-Broncos game on Power Rankings Tuesday then wait till tomorrow afternoon for you guys to get my thoughts on all the other games. So this should be up shortly after midnight for everybody to hear every other game going on. Then on Power Rankings Tuesday, we'll have three games to discuss, and then we'll have another one on an Andrew Brandt Wisdom Wednesday to discuss as well. New week means new winners across the board. Spread the word winner. We love those via social media at Ross Tucker NFL at Ross Tucker Pod. Sponsor confirmation email winners. We love very much as well. Take advantage of any of our glorious sponsors. And boom, you're in good shape to get a chance to ask me a question and maybe even win a little something, something. We'll do a YouTube shout out for a new YouTube commenter and a patron shout out. Every day we have a new patron. We will shout them out, patreon.com slash RT Media. Shout out today goes to Ed Hula. Love it, Ed. Thank you very much for coming aboard. And I've already liked some of your commentary on the private Tuckheads Slack channel. Let's roll, Bright. The B Show. All right, Ross. Well, we still have a bunch of games to go left in week 13. We've got a Sunday night game. We've got two Monday games and a Tuesday game. But we're here right now. Let's talk about everything that happened today, December 6th on Sunday. So I would say, Bri, three things that really jumped out to me. Number one, the late game drama. No, let me take that back. The early game slate drama late in the game was simply incredible. I mean, I say it all the time, the red zone is an unbelievable product. 
to sit there and watch what happened at the end of the Lions Bears game and the end of the, te- you know, with the, the touchdown and stopped on fourth down, the Texans fumble, the Saints keep the Falcons out of the end zone. All amazing. Like it's just, it is so good. Whatever you want to call it, the witching hour, the end of the early games, the red zone. It really is just – there's nothing else like it in sports that I'm aware of. That's number one. Number two, in particular, the drama at the end of the Jags and Jets games with everyone knowing what was on the line with the number one overall pick and Trevor Lawrence, just fascinating. I mean, the Raiders throwing the ball over the Jets' head, can't make that stuff up. Just unreal. Then you've got the Jags, I mean, going to overtime with the Vikings, but then still losing. Just incredible, right? So that's my number one biggest takeaway is that the end of the one o'clock games, and it's usually like that. It's usually it's just it's just the best sport. It's just the freaking best, man. It's amazing. Other things that jumped out, Jalen Hurts taking over for Carson Wentz late in the third quarter doing some positive things. I do a lot of media in Philadelphia. As I know some of you know, I think I'm pretty confident what we'll be talking about for the rest of the week. Pretty obvious now that Jalen Hurts played the rest of the game for Carson Wentz and did some positive things. Not great overall, let's be honest, but some positive things, certainly. And then the last thing I would just say, Bri, some serious statements made by the Cleveland Browns and the New York Giants on the road. Both of whom, by the way, I put two units on on the Even Money podcast. For those of you that listen, huge day for me so far. But for the Browns to smash the Titans like that, and kudos to the Titans for finding a way to come back and make it a game at the end. And the Giants to handle the Seahawks like they did on the road. Just incredibly impressive. Big time statements. And as I tweeted at Ross Tucker NFL, they are both coached by Philly guys in their late 30s. Kind of funny. Stefanski and Joe Judge both deserving of some coach of the year conversation. So those were my big takeaways, Bri, I would say. The other big takeaway is those of you that are still going to a store to get razors, like, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing? Harry's makes sharp blades that last. German-engineered, award-winning razors, backed by a 100% quality guarantee. So if you don't love your shave, or your dad, whoever you get it for, your brother, brother-in-law, whatever, you get a full refund. Harry's Holiday Shave Sets come in a pre-packaged, handsome, holiday-themed gift box. Just got it. I love it. This holiday season, new customers can get $5 off, plus free shipping on any Harry's limited edition holiday shave set when you go to harrys.com slash Ross Tucker. Sets come with a weighted handle, three razor cartridges, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover, all packaged in a handsome holiday gift box. 
Don't give socks this year. Delight the guys in your life with Harry's. To claim your $5 off plus free shipping, go to harrys.com slash Ross Tucker. Tuck Stakes. All right, let's get into each of these games individually. We will start with the Cleveland Browns and the Tennessee Titans, where the Browns scored 38 points in the first half. That is the most that they've ever done in a half in franchise history. They go on to defeat the Titans 41-35, and this is going to be the first time in 13 years, Ross, that the Browns are going to have a winning season. Awesome. So happy for Browns fans. They had 38 points in the first half, and it should have been more. Donovan Peoples-Jones dropped a sure touchdown, which is why they had to settle for a field goal. It, it should have been more. I mean, it's unbelievable. They really should have been in a situation where it was 42-7 to at halftime. Baker Mayfield was totally on point, including that Donovan Peoples-Jones drop. Jarvis Landry had a touchdown catch after a questionable fourth-and-one spot on Derrick Henry. Then Derrick Henry had a fumble. By the way, Sheldon Richardson made both those plays, fourth and one and the fumble. Baker was awesome all first half. Kevin Stefanski was in the zone with Philly special and throwing the ball to Lamb, an offensive tackle for a touchdown, play action to Donovan Peoples-Jones. I mean, he was awesome. He was absolutely awesome the entire game, well, at least especially the first half. Defense for Cleveland was physical. I thought Goodson did some good things. I mentioned Richardson, Carl Joseph. Tannehill did some positive things in the second half. You know, the Titans kept playing. You know, they got it close at the end. But, I mean, they had the onside kick chance, but it really wasn't that that close of a game because of what the Browns did in the first half. Really impressive. Tucks takes. With five seconds left, Derek Carr hits Henry Ruggs, 46 yards. Raiders go on to defeat the Jets, 31-28. Jets remain winless. Absolutely unbelievable. And yes, for those of you that listened to both, I did have the Raiders in one of my, as a teaser. So that was heart-stopping for me in addition to just the Trevor Lawrence stuff. 12-play, 74-yard touchdown drive to start for the Jets. And really, the Jets did a lot of positive things. I mean, the backup running backs, Josh Adams, uh, Johnson, ran all over the Raiders. I don't know what the Raiders' run defense is doing. But thankfully for the Raiders, they've got Darren Waller, who had an incredible game in general, first half in particular. He had a juke on Marcus May. And then what happened late was Henry Ruggs' critical killer fumble that allowed the Jets to have the go-ahead touchdown. And then Ruggs makes amends with the game-winning touchdown. I'm guessing most of you have seen it by now. There's a lot of conversation clearly about the decision by Greg Williams to go to what they call a zero blitz, zero coverage, which is man-to-man across the board. I I look, it's not customary. I think maybe you can argue that the fact that it's not done ever or very rarely makes it a decent decision. But you can only do that if your defensive backs like Lamar Jackson know 
to play off coverage and under no uncertain circumstances get beat over the top like that. You can't do it. You cannot allow that to happen. That's exactly what Lamar Jackson and the Jets did. I thought Darnold wasn't bad um, in the game. I mean, he had three turnovers in the second quarter, not good. But other than that, I actually thought he did some positive things. Ducks takes. In overtime, the Minnesota Vikings beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-24. to Another awesome game. I mean, Jags were fortunate. They got that tipped touchdown pass to start on the first drive. I can't remember who tipped it for the Vikings, but it got tipped right into the hands of LaVisca Chenault. I just like saying that name. Bryce, say LaVisca Chenault. LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, it's a cool name. LaVisca Chenault. I hope you know what like name I like, I like saying better? What? Gunnar Osheski, and we'll get to that one later. Yes, yes, Gunnar Olszewski. Anyway, um, Kendricks was out for the the Eric Kendricks for the Vikings. That hurt him. Schobert had to pick six to start the second half, but then the Vikings came back. Justin Jefferson still a stud, and the Vikings were about to put the game away, and then Dalvin Cook fumbles on the goal line. It ended up being too many turnovers for the Jags. Very winnable game because the Vikings had like nothing in the first half on offense before they kind of turned it on in the second half, Cousins, everything else. Uh, Glennon gets them down the field and gets a two-point conversion to tie it, and the Vikings find a way in overtime to win. Man, a Jags win would have totally put them out of the Trevor Lawrence race. Now they're still kind of in it. Mike Glennon is like just good enough for, to get your team to, to barely lose. Tuck takes. Cincinnati Bengals officially eliminated from playoff contention after the Dolphins beat them 19-7. to As of now, the only game I missed on the Even Money podcast, and I had Cincinnati getting 11.5 points, they lost by 12. Brutal. Tyler Boyd, 72-yard touchdown, down the sideline for uh, the Bengals. They're in business. The Dolphins had a punter touchdown. He's the holder on the field goal team. Punter touchdown on like a fake field goal kind of deal that came back due to a motion penalty. Uh, and, I, you know, the Bengals did nothing offensively. First of all, their quarterbacks aren't good. But then when Tyler Boyd got ejected, they were in big-time problems after that. Tyler Boyd, Xavier Howard got ejected. I don't know why. I mean, that certainly did not merit them actually getting ejected in my mind. Not at all. Mike Kosicki uh, made multiple big plays for the Dolphins, which is big. I thought Miles Gaskin was really impressive. And I thought Tua, Tua Tungo Vailoa, which is another fun name to say. Uh, I thought it may, might have been his best start. He wasn't great on third down or in the red zone, but he did a lot of really, really positive things and deserves a lot of credit for that. Um, ultimately, though, then more guys got ejected. Just kind of a wild, crazy game. By the way, I got a wild, crazy idea for you. How about you get awesome clothes direct to your house 
for le- a lot less than they would cost otherwise. Like Mac Weldon's tops, Sunday lounge pants. Win the gift giving season and get 20% off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com slash Tucker and enter promo code Tucker. Again, 20% off your first order. And you got to hit up that website, MacWeldon.com slash Tucker, promo code Tucker. They've got the totally free loyalty program. They've got the guarantee that they want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep them. They'll still refund you. No questions asked. They've got awesome technology. They got it all. MacWeldon.com slash Tucker, promo code Tucker for 20% off. Tucks takes. Phillip Rivers had two first half touchdowns plus the Colts defense that uh, helped Indy over the Houston Texans final 26 20. So I thought it was interesting that Phillip Rivers needs surgery after the season, evidently for really bad turf toe. Um, and I had turf toe and it wasn't even that bad. And it's still is noticeable to me every time and every once in a while in life. I think I've said this before, Brian, it's mainly like if I'm snorkeling or every once in a while I'll get a massage. So real, real issues. I got, I got real issues there in life that it bothers me when I'm snorkeling or getting a massage. Rough life. What do they, what do they call those? First world problems. Uh, but anyway, the point is, is it wasn't like a bad injury. I never even missed a practice but it's still like it's it's the one that sticks with me for whatever reason. So evidently he needs surgery. He had a big day anyway, though. The Colts not only didn't already have Anthony Costanzo, they lose their second left tackle, LaRaven Clark. That's not never good. Dude, unbelievable. The, the Texans were going to win this game. This is going to be a brutal loss for the Colts and the playoff race. And a bad snap by Nick Martin, kind of low and away. Just a bit outside. Had the fumble and Deshaun Watson wasn't able to get on it. I mean, just a, if you're a Texans fan or player, that had to rip your everything out. Just rip it out. Unbelievable. Uh, Deshaun Watson was really good otherwise. He always is. T.Y. Hilton had his best game of the season. And you think the Colts were happy that DeForest Buckner was back? He had two sacks. Justin Houston had three sacks. Buckner was everywhere. He is a he is what you call. I told you guys this all the time. There's only like five true, three to five difference making players on each team. DeForest Buckner is one of them for the Indianapolis Colts. Tux takes the Lions overcame a ten point fourth quarter deficit to defeat the Bears, who have now lost six straight, thirty four thirty the final. Yeah, this is uh, we we had a couple of these, Bry. The game you were at for a different reason, and this game, these are the type of games that get people um, fired, that get coaches fired. You know, you're up double digits. I think it was thirty to twenty. Might have been even more than that, but it was, certainly was thirty to twenty. The Bears were beating the Lions. Trubisky was doing some positive stuff. They're running the ball well. They got a double-digit lead on a division opponent. But then Matthew Stafford had an awesome touchdown throw to Cephas, awesome touchdown pass to 
Marvin Jones, Stafford played very well. Um, you know, then Trubisky fumbles, which gives Adrian Peterson the touchdown. Then the Bears march. It looks like they might answer with a touchdown on their own. Nope. Instead, the Bears are stuffed on fourth and short to seal the game, even though they had run on the Lions all game. Unbelievable. I mean, just unbelievably poor loss for the Bears. And here the Lions are. They're, they're sticking around. You know, the Lions didn't have so many of those collapses. They would very much be in the playoff race. Tuck Stakes. The New Orleans Saints became the first team to earn a playoff spot after a 21-16 win over the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I thought that was the best game for Taysom Hill by far. Best game for him by far. Thought he was really, really impressive. Um, he just played so well. You know, he threw the ball well. I think he had a fumble or two. One might have gone out of bounds. But he looked – that was by far the most he's looked like a starting quarterback in the NFL – with the throws he made, especially the ones from the pocket, but all around, by far the best that he's looked. You know, the Saints had gone 42 straight drives without allowing a touchdown until Matt Ryan finally got one. That's an, uh, 42 straight drives. Really impressive. Thought the Atlanta offensive line wasn't great again. Calvin Ridley got theirs. His Julio Jones got his. As the fantasy Falcons did what they do. Drew Brees, by the way, could be back next week. But if I am the uh if I'm if I'm the Saints, I'm making sure he's totally fully healed. They're three and zero with Taysom Hill, and he's, he just came off his best game, and they're playing the Eagles next week. Tux takes. Colt McCoy and the Giants beat the Seattle Seahawks 17-12 to for their fourth straight win. Last time, Colt McCoy won a game as a starter on a Sunday back in November of 2011. Wow, bro, that's a good stat. I like when you pull out some good stats out of your arse. Have you ever called it that, Bri? Of course, all the time. Arse. A-R-S-E. Yeah. Is that the one we, we went... We never came up with that one. When we came up with... Oh, my gosh, you're right. I don't think we did. We came up with all the words for... A, we never came up with arse. How could arse. We, and, definitely and, and then we put a call out for everybody to come back and and, and, and contribute, and nobody contributed. Yeah, nobody way. came up with arse either. So, um, yeah, so listen. Evan Ingram dropped an a pass in the red zone, which ended up leading to an interception. For the Seahawks. But other than that, the story of this game was the Giants defense. I mean, their defense was unreal. I tweeted, Bri, that Patrick Graham, who evidently I played against, he played D-line at Yale, who's a year younger than me. He is um uh he's black, went to Yale, he's an awesome D coordinator. He's got a lot like he should absolutely, you know, they have the Rooney rule. You have to hire, interview a minority. Everybody should interview him. Even if he wasn't a minority, everybody should interview him. He's that good. He's that impressive. Their defense was just unreal. I mean, Giants fans are so mad at me for pointing that out as if like NFL teams aren't aware. Come on. But 
Giants ran it well. Wayne Gallman had his best game. Uh, Alfred Morris scored a touchdown on a receiving touchdown. You know, Leonard Williams was a monster throughout the game. It is rare to see a situation where Russell Wilson is kept in check that much. I mean, even the one touchdown was like an incredible play by Russell Wilson to even get at that point. Like I said earlier, one of the true statement games of the day by the New York Giants. That was so, so impressive. And they remain in first place in the NFC East. Now they're rooting for the Steelers to beat Washington tomorrow. Tucks takes. Sean McVay improves to 7-0 against the Arizona Cardinals. Rams on top of the NFC West with a 38-28 victory in Arizona. Yeah, you know what? The Rams are good. Their only issue is the Niners, their kryptonite, but the Niners aren't going to the playoffs. So they're good. That's what matters the most is they play well both sides of the ball. I mean, Kyler Murray... Did some things late. He had the Dan Arnold wide-open touchdown earlier. Um, Henderson had a big day for the Rams. But other than that, it was it was pretty much the Rams spreading it around. The Cup to Robert Woods. Good stuff on defense. Troy Hill had another touchdown for the Rams, which is unbelievable. Higby got a touchdown. It was, it was just a really nice, all-around, impressive win for the Rams as the Cardinals are really dropping off now. Tuck takes. Gunnar Oshesky gets his first NFL touchdown, 70-yard punt return touchdown, then also had a 61-yard punt return, uh, and then got a 38-yard touchdown reception. Uh, Patriots all over the Chargers, 45 to nothing. Boy, you had a real barn burner there, huh, Bri? Oh, yes, yes. And uh, just as good as the press box food, another peanut butter and jelly sandwich, time to move on. <laughs> Dude, you're such a peanut butter and jelly sandwich hater. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich is delicious, and when you haven't had one in a while, it totally hits the spot. Well, I had two in the past three weeks, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Dude, that I said this earlier. Um, that loss, Bears and Chargers losses, uh, is how you get fired. It, it just is for two very different reasons. I mean, I think I saw some tweet from Greg Rosenthal from the NFL.com that out of the first four or five Patriots punts, Bry. The Chargers only had 11 guys on the field one time out of the four or five punts. Like that is un- – they had 10 on twice, 12 on once. I mean, that is absolutely incredible. They just – two special teams touchdowns, the punt return touchdown you referenced. They almost had another one. The blocked field goal touchdown in the first half, 45 nothing in NFL game. Cam Newton, did he even have 100 yards passing? I don't think so. And and also, I do believe that the Chargers were favored by a point and a half. I know. Killing me that I didn't do anything with that game. Killing me. Because I knew the Patriots would win that game. 
I, I, I mean, I think when we did it earlier in the week on Even Money podcast that Patriots were favored. I don't know what the heck happened or wh- why the money came in, but it's it's insane. Um, Chargers did nothing offensively. Obviously, they scored zero points. Patriots ran it pretty well. Cam was a hammer down near the end zone, and that's about all you need to know about that. You also need to know that it was stupid of me to not go ahead and put money or at least place a wager verbally on the Even Money podcast at the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the Patriots. Good thing I've had a really good day otherwise. And you guys that trail my bets on the Even Money podcast will be happy to know. Hopefully you listen to the Even Money podcast and then you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Because they're giving all new players, I know we got some new states popping up, the chance to earn a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code ROSS. And to celebrate this weekend's UFC 256, DraftKings is giving all MMA fans who sign up now the chance to triple their winnings when you place any bet on UFC 256. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSS when you sign up. Get up to $1,000. It's code ROSS. Get deposit bonus up to $1,000. Limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey or PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tux Takes. Aaron Rodgers became the fastest player in NFL history, fastest quarterback, I should say, in NFL history to pass for 400 touchdowns. Eagles bench Carson Wentz in favor of Jalen Hurts, at least in this game. Packers still win it, though, 30-16. to 16. Right. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Jalen Rager's punt return touchdown actually made it interesting late. Eagles offense remains very hard to watch when Carson Wentz is in there. He took back-to-back unacceptable sacks, in my mind, on the Eagles' second drive. Um, he, You know what he's doing, Bri? He's dropping his eyes. When there's any sort of pressure, he's dropping his eyes to look at the rush. You just can't do that. Once you start dropping the, your eyes to look at the rush, you're in real bad shape as an NFL quarterback, and that's exactly the position that he's in now. You know, for the Eagles defensively, Darius Slay seem, always seems like he's right there, but Devontae Adams is just incredible. I mean, just incredible. Darius Slay, second game in a row where he's always right there, He's just not making the plays on the ball because these receivers he's going against are so good, like Devontae Adams, like DK Metcalf. I told you Hurst did some positive, then they had a BS holding call on Sayamalu, which ended that drive. Then Hurts again for a touchdown, the ward. But ultimately, the Eagles couldn't do anything offensively. They had the ball down one score, had a chance to tie it up, even after Elliott missed the extra point, but they couldn't do it. And then Aaron Jones had a 77-yard touchdown run, I think, something like that. And so 
ultimately, it was all for naught. Packers 30, uh, Eagles 16, as you said. They'll do it, by the way. We'll have three games to break down on a Power Rankings Tuesday. College Draft will be Tuesday this week, by the way. And we'll push the Even Money podcast back to Wednesday again so that we can wait till after the Ravens-Cowboys game so that hopefully the line will be up for all the Week 14 games because we'll do it after Cowboys-Ravens. So programming note, College Draft Tuesday as because Bri- Bry's taking the red eye back. And then on Wednesday we'll do the Even Money podcast for those of you that listen to some of our other shows. Shout-outs are in the fold for guys like Pizza Boy Brewing. I had a Murrin River Saturday night. I had a couple Murrin Rivers from Pizza Boy Brewing. DynastyFreaks.com, Sportaculture, awesome holiday gift. SteakhouseSports.com, that's S-T-A-K-E, HouseSports.com. Vision Comics with an X. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.